All right, welcome to the latest edition of the FPL America podcast. This is David Smith. Travis Hoig. Brian Chesko. And we are recording. We are recording. I'm verified. We're there. We're good. Awesome. That is awesome because last time we did this, I think we might have recorded 20 minutes and didn't get it. But that's okay because we redid it and we probably did it faster and we probably did it better because it was our second take. Gentlemen. We uh, should start this one over. Already? Just because. Just just for just for fun. Roll it back. Just for fun. All right. Gentlemen, uh, last week we didn't record, but it was a weird the match week wasn't even close to being over. It was the end of the weird winter break double week thingy. And so we didn't record. No point two. We had already done it. As much as you wanted to. As much as you really did. I really wanted to. As I much was as out everyone of town. wanted to hear us. Yes, for I, sure. It worked out well, Travis, as you said. Oh, everyone's going to think you planned this. Okay, I did not plan it. Yes, I happened to be out of town. My family and my extended family, we all were in the magical world of Orlando, Florida, at Mickey Mouse's house, and we were there for a week. I hit up the parks four days. And we we, we went we went ma- Magic Kingdom Animal Kingdom back to back days. We had a rest day. God bless, we needed it. And then we rolled into Hollywood Studios and then Epcot. Uh, my parents were more than gracious and took. Uh, I have a very very large family, so there's 14 adults. There was 16 grandkids, and uh, parents pretty much footed the bill for almost everything nice. except, except food That's and crazy extra extracurriculars yeah. in the Disney World. And uh, you more, can do that for I your mean, kids. Listen, yeah, it was. Uh, look, tell it, tell, the, I will tell say us this. about privilege. I hope I'm there. All right. I am hope I'm there one day. Instead of like just giving, yeah, kids, grandkids, a a inheritance money. Like, let me experience it. Let for me sure. spend it on them in an experience that these kids will never forget. Right? That's what happened. That's what happened this was past. It, was week. it unforgettable? It was. I, I. Look, I kind of have a little bit of a Disney hangover. Um, Disney, listen, Disney takes a lot of flack from, uh, from, from conservatives, from a whole lot of different angles. And look, there's no perfect place, okay? Disney has people, just like any company, that probably does some stupid stuff, okay? But one thing that they crush is details. And I don't know, if you guys go anywhere... The highest compliment I think you could give any place if you're like, this place, this hotel, this theme park, this whatever, has Disney-level detail. Because no one does details like this place. Some of their rides... You just made me realize that I didn't do our details. Our lights are all messed up. uh, Well, so we're going to make you look paler? All right, so listen. All this to say, fantastic week. Uh, The weather was great. The start morning most mornings started off in like the 45 50 range and, and got up to maybe 60 maybe 70 but like there was two days it was really breezy so it it felt a little bit colder and i went hatless and i didn't think i'd need to wear the a camera hat. does not do that justice i you can't if you can i am feeling like a snake it is the first day i got absolutely roasted so i figured tonight i'd cover it up to not look like a complete fool i would rep my arsenal my Arsenal hat here as they were victorious this week. So, yeah. bottom line. Don't that, look at me. I bo- saw that game. Don't you look at me. <laughs> bottom line is we made it back safe. Got it back at like 3.15 in the morning on our drive back. Did it all in one day. Very long day, like a 13-hour drive. Made it back. and it's a had long a, drive. Had man. a great time. 
with uh, was with Brother Matt and his family. I spent too much time with Brother Matt. Just kidding, uh, as he knows. But we had we had a, just an absolute uh, great time, and no one got there weren't any huge fights. You know, Travis sometimes yeah. too much family gets together, things happen. You yeah. know, family can get real with each other real quick. Yep. So I think I was very thankful we were able to avoid that. We didn't lose any kids. A lot, a lot of grandkids. That's hilarious. Um, that you even, yeah. I was gonna say it's like a home alone minus the missing child. It's sixteen. Yeah. Kids, and majority of them are between the ages of six and ten. Yeah. So, we're talking like ten of them in the ages of six and ten. When we were there last, uh, I we were in the Peter Pan ride because uh, we have younger children. Fantastic, had younger children at that fantastic point. ride by the and way. And someone barfed in the hallway, uh, and we had to. Some of those hallways are small. And the hallway was narrow, and oh, and you had to kind of no. you had to like skirt around it and in the tight oh. space. We didn't have a fast pass, so we were in with you all were the. We were with all, yeah, we were with all of the the pores and the regular lane. lines. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Did that any barf? Yeah. So ah, gross! Really? Two two different times. Um, uh. once in we were leaving, where we were eating dinner at Hollywood Studios in the in Toy Story Land, and uh, we were walking out. I was first in our little group, and I saw it up ahead. Kid just did it, man, and I'm like, nope. Turned around and like we, because I yeah. caught a, if, if my wife would have caught a whiff of it, not good. Like <laughs> yeah. everyone has this in the house. Like someone cleans up the poop disasters Sorry. with young kids. Yeah. And then for whatever reason, the other adult tends to get the throw up, the clean up. Like no one ever usually does both of them. That's too much of a hammer. But, uh, you know, it, it just mm. seems in my, in my house, I'm the one that ends up cleaning up the throw up and she cleans up most of the poopies. You know, my, my kids are older now, so this doesn't happen. Allegedly. Allegedly, yeah, I don't like. Uh, I you hate, deal with poop I, all day. I hate, I hate, I hate puke. Yeah, I hate it. Yeah, I, I, I don't like it. But you know what I makes would, me I would, puke? Not talking losing about losing to Arsenal. Not talking about <laughs> FPL. I would say something. I have a great stat for myself about puke, but I don't want to say it because I don't want to jinx myself. Okay, but I would but just say in your mind you have a good one. You're right. Just, don't don't jinx it. Free since 2003, just like Ted Mosby. <laughs> I would say yes. No. More, it's, really? Yeah, it's it's. You know, Ted more Mosby. How oh, I met your mother? Come on, man. No, I didn't watch that. <sighs> I was, all I'm right. Sorry, sorry to let you down. Anyways, all that being said, made it back, and you made it back just in time to drive straight here and watch Arsenal. Almost. I was back a little bit sooner than that. Arsenal took Liverpool behind the woodshed just after, like, you left the most magical place on earth, came back to, brought the magic with you. I did. Listen. That's uh, what it had to have been. We'll, yeah. we will, we'll discuss that match first, because that's what everyone wants to talk about. <laughs> no, it's not. Brian, what else are we going to cover as we discuss well, not Disney? Game Week 23 is, uh, is over. Uh, we are recording Monday night. Uh, February 5th, 2024. We just saw, if you've watched uh, this evening... Here on the east coast of the United States, you watch Manchester City uh, make it a real, wow. real title race again. Just uh, Phil Foden. City Phil, Foto, Phil Foden made it the title race by himself. So we need to talk about what happened in game week 23 because I think some of the stuff... Uh, you've got two game weeks before there's a, a double game week with the two most important teams in the league. And then and there's a blank after it, right? Yeah. Okay, it's a, so it's going to so be it's going to get weird. Stuff is going to get weird. This week was weird, I'm sure, for a lot of people. Uh scores are probably, you know, depending on what happened. We one of my favorite things we want to talk about we we're getting into it a little bit before was just how all the 
the price changes. To me, the most irritating part of this season so far has been price changes. I, I don't know if you guys have picked up on that. No number of times that I've talked about it. It's it's you never it's, talk about it. I, it's my I hate price changes as much as I love Alex Moreno. Alex Moreno plays for Aston Villa. Never heard of him. Yeah, he's a guy. He plays. Uh, he plays for Aston Villa. Your boy had a good week. He did. Have he did have a good week. He looked. Good. So I'm saying I think we should talk about the okay. things in general that happened in game week 23 because I think you're. I think whatever you were thinking. Some people really changed, probably changed the trajectory of your decision making this week. If you even have decisions left to make. Wow. Okay. Very good. On that note, Travis, let's get on with it. Let's Arsenal it. three, Liverpool one, the most anticipated matchup of the weekend. They get the primetime spot Sunday evening if you're in the UK. Sunday morning here at 11:30 on the East Coast. Mm. And uh, Travis, for the first time, we watched a, a Premier League game together. I felt we thought Brian might join us. He stood us up. Yeah, except and for like final. final we watched day. it watched on your. It was on great. Your... I set it up and then bailed. <laughs> that is exactly what happened. <laughs> oh man, this would be cool. You guys should. We should do this. <laughs> I mean, you guys should do this. <laughs> so nice. tra Travis and I, we uh, we watched the game. On the uh, the the huge projector big screen with a ridiculous quality, and uh, we saw we I saw Arsenal take a three one win, and I was I of course was happy. I did not realize Liverpool hadn't lost a game since September. September. Okay, so Spurs, I yeah. thought that that's a lot of that winning. controversial. And that's a lot of winning. And that's the, that and was tying. the VAR game. A lot of draws. Okay, yeah. so but still, it was a bad one. We're we're February. They hadn't lost since September. So kudos to them. There's a reason why they're first in the table. They hadn't lost uh, since September. They played multiple games now without their talisman, without Salah. They've had other injuries that they've battled through on a new midfield that they just showed up. In other words, what I'm saying is Liverpool's done a hell of a job this season getting to where they are considering all these other factors. Arsenal was able to beat them, and and they celebrated. And, Wildly. And, and I don't know why. <laughs> Everyone can celebrate when they get wins, and not Arsenal. We're not. We're, we will briefly talk about this celebration, but it, it was multiple Liver people in my ear. Li Liverpool people no, in like my Liverpool. ear. Liver people. I, I like it. Liver. Liver people. people. Plenty yeah. of Liver people in my ear, telling it's me way better than how crazy how how Arsenal's so such a small club mentality. Uh, it has been a while since you've won anything. Though, understood. Right? Hey. Hey, and, act, and it like, shows. act like you've been there, Mikel. He's uh, such a small club mentality. And and I'm like, really? His this is coming brother Matt This is coming from the club. <laughs> this is no, it was more than just that. It was, it was. all over Jamie the Twitter. Jamie Carragher had a lot to say too. Like, yeah, this is coming from the club who has the celebrator of celebrators of all celebrations for like all time. Jurgen. Klopp. What celebration? No one celebrates more than that guy. No one celebrates more than that guy on any goal ever. I don't know about that. People forget the first five, six years. Jurgen uh, is doing whatever he can to get the, the... I think the Premier League released kind of like his... Uh, his, like a sizzle reel of like his yeah. his best ever celebrations. And there there's... They're There's pretty early. Lot. He wears glasses in most of them, and he's had surgery for a couple of years, so it was early on. I'll give that to you, though. I'm just saying. I'll give it to you. Give me a break. 
is what I want to tell all you Liverpudlians out there. So, anyways, Arsenal get the win. They beat a team who's been on fire no matter what. I like the celebration when he dislodges his jaw and a smaller <laughs> Jurgen Klopp head comes out of his mouth. Did you ever see that one? Like alien. Yeah, it's really awesome. Uh, anyways, Arsenal get the win, 3-1. to one. I The first half, I don't think they've dominated anyone all year like they dominated Liverpool in the first half, but what was crazy was they made a mistake and it's tied 1-1 at half. And it's like... This is crazy. They Arsenal dominated yeah. Liverpool in the FA Cup match, which was about three weeks ago, but it didn't even matter because they lost 2 nothing. You're like, how could they dominate when they lost 2 nothing? I'm just telling you, they, they dominated the game. But they could not score, and Liverpool had like two chances and scored on both of them. Yeah. And, you know, you lose 2 nothing. it doesn't matter what you do. Travis, I mean, we discussed this before. The most important stat is the final score. And it doesn't matter what you do if you can't score. Arsenal... Finally got some, they finally beat Liverpool on the scoreboard this year, and they they won three one. And uh, I thought you know technically uh, get Ga- Ga- Gabriel really Liverpool didn't score in the game because Arsenal had an own goal. Well, and I, I know you said that they made a mistake, and ultimately it goes down as an own goal. But had he had he not knocked it into his own net, it would have it would have been a handball. It would have been. I agree, and you and I discussed that. And I think that I think it it was pretty clear that that um, Diaz did enough. To, agree to force that right so oh no i don't want to take anything away did. from him agree i don't want agree i don't want to put too much on gabriel gabriel did exactly what he needed to do to and not also get sent off like did, konate didn't you notice that it hit his knee first and mm-hmm. then his arm and did we figure that's why it was not a handball i honestly i don't even know anymore okay fair enough does, does anybody no it's a good point it's a good point travis obviously i was pumped for the game it seemed like the stats were i mean liverpool had 47 percent uh, possession, Ars- but they only had one shot on target, which seemed odd. Yeah, there was but, a, there was a lot of of Arsenal possession, especially in the first half. Second half, they came out. Um, Liverpool started off hot in the second half, quite, not quite as 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 dominant. But it, but in the end, it didn't matter. It didn't matter. Liverpool was always pushing, didn't have anything. And uh, truth be told, Konate going off sealed it because ultimately then yeah. again you just push down that that left hand side because Diaz was playing right back right 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 and that that was what Did got he, exploited I think he moved there before Kanate went off but it was still close it was still because it Kanate went off I think in the 86th yeah, 87th minute ish if only there was a way we could actually know that minute count it just was, it was look I've seen Liverpool play a ton this year not as much as you it was their worst, one of their worst performances, I think, overall. And and but I don't know if that's because Arsenal made them look, if Arsenal helped that, or if Liverpool just didn't have it that day. I mean, obviously, look, how many games have I seen Allison and and Van Dyke play, and uh, none, number else. one, never really seen hardly either one of them make an error, that and then else, yeah. and then to have both of them make an error on the exact same play was it was a bit wild, and so and that's, uh, that's one it's, goal. It's better to right? spread it out. You want to have your errors separately, no, not at the same time. I agree. If you're going to, I do agree. It. When well, you, I mean, when, honestly, when you that plan might, them. actually, that's truthfully, I don't know, man. If they're covering for each other, maybe. But if they're if oh, each, you're thinking, each of their errors is going to lead to a goal, I'd rather both happen both on one, one goal. That's an interesting mm-hmm. point. You're interesting thi- oh, takes. true. You're thinking that like one if they cancel each other out or something. Travis, are you concerned at all with this performance? No, no. I, uh, Wataru Endo comes back. From from Asia Cup, 
they they were knocked down. I think he'll he'll come back and be able to play pretty quickly. Yeah, because Tomiyasu's back for you guys too. I, that's what I had heard. He's, he's and signing, a, and signing a new contract, which is probably not good news for you, because mm. uh, he got his bag, as you like to say. Mm, it's true. Um, but no, I I don't think so. I, I I think that we are we're we're changing as a team pretty rapidly, especially with the news of of Klopp and his backroom staff leaving. And as it stands right now, we've got Salah to be healthy relatively soon. We have Bradley to come back after a, a yeah, that's tough. barnstormer. I, I think you guys did miss Bradley. He was one of your hotter Especially players. Especially because Trent Alexander-Arnold Horrible did not news. play well. No, you're right. Trent did not play did well. Not play Horrible well. news for Bradley. If anyone doesn't know, his dad passed, and so he, he missed this game. Yeah, three days after picking that. up the man-of-the-match performance on a goal and two assists. Yeah. At home, his dad. I, I don't know if I heard that his dad was there, but his dad so watched the game. It was a big deal. Yeah. And then he, yeah. So tough, tough thing for him. Tough break for him, which is which is fine. But again, if if we're talking about a player who has what like three starts, right? You know, in his career as right. being someone that we missed, that's a that's a problem, that's fair. right? That's a good point, so yeah. uh, again, the the team is shifting. And we saw some some good signs with Robertson back in, Alexander yeah. Arnold back in, Tiago comes back. From, you know, I forgot he even played for us. Um, so there's there's some some good news there. Konate going off is not good news for us. I thought he played very well prior to. I agree. Prior to that, I, I think that the vast majority of people would you know that are that are you know. Rating performances. We had to cover very, very on Martinelli, but he a lot was he was because Trent was not around. Yeah, he was playing in an aggressive match, and and honestly, and Klopp asked the same question after after the match in his in his post match interviews. Uh, he, he said, "I don't understand how Konate gets sent off, but but Gabriel does not, especially given Klopp had that a list. Yeah, it was it was odd. Well, it, it Travis, was, in fair in fairness to that." You and I were discussing the inconsistencies. He was during the game. He was discussing on the both sides. Klopp was 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 arguing with the fourth official about a foul that a Liverpool player had committed. Yeah, that was a yellow card for an Arsenal player. Right. He wasn't trying to get his player a yellow card. He was saying, "How is that a yellow card for them? It's not a yellow card for us. You have to be consistent. How yeah. do we even? How do we know what to do anymore?" Right. And Craig Pawson was just. Yeah, no, but it's. I mean, he's right. It, I so, think some people were mocking Arteta because Arteta was was pointing at his watch when Liverpool was trying to throw the ball, and Liverpool was down to one at the moment. But I think Arteta was also trying to point out, that, okay, we've gotten delay of game a few times here at yellow cards. They're taking as much time as we are, but they're well, not getting a yellow card. And I do understand. Ben White was taking way longer than everybody else. I don't know what he was doing. I'm not defending and, and, and that. They, and you guys I weren't agree. even up at that point. It I know. was nil-nil. It was nil-nil. So I don't no even know sense. what he was doing. There's no need to, you know, we discussed this. There's no need to right. stall or, or, or whatever. I, I don't know if he's working for the, waiting for the perfect uh, moment. All right, let's reel this. Well, so man. So just for the record, Dave, you're okay with this win. Considering the asterisk on it because of all of Liverpool's absences and win is a win. Okay, the points right. are points. Win, I, points I, I would points, agree. Yeah. Wins a win, and whether whether it's it's Salah or not, you know, Spots I wasn't out there either. Which uh, yep. we got lucky. I'll tell. I'll say it. Well, we got you lucky. Jesus out. You, you were in the. You were in the best. Jesus it was the Salah best circumstances like for a win, and you capitalized. Right. right. I mean, that's, that's really right. at you, home. Your you team was to. looking good for the most part, save for. Obviously, Jesus not being there. 
Partey, Partey's been out most of the season. It's going to feel like yeah, Thiago when he comes back. But when you have Declan Rice in the middle, it doesn't really matter all I know, much, but can right? you imagine what it'd be like if they both played? Although we got Jorginho, so Maybe. there's that. Yeah. Anyways, all right. Moving on, so fantasy wise. Well, there's a ton of so a lot of people I'll, sold soccer. So I was gonna say, so the first, I think the first, you know, like I said about price changes, like one of the, I think one of the significant price changes of you're not, I, I guess I don't, it's not surprising considering his overall selection percentage. But Saka was one of the people who dropped in price this week. He went, you know, he's it's down, crazy. he's down to nine zero. I get it. He's sixty percent selected. Fine. His fluctuation, uh, it was. Late Riser said it this week. He or he shared it anyway on X. Uh, X used to be Twitter. I don't know if people know. Can we just stick with Twitter? Uh, it, just X. the the Never FML the FML FPL guys said it years ago about you know, they have a, a pretty hilarious thing about pri- about the the, the mystery the pri- of of FPL's price changes. And I think the way they describe it is, if I remember right, is that they said it's like you t- you know two people playing chess <laughs> and you set up the board and then the guy pulls a be- a piece out of the bag that you don't have. <laughs> and just saying like they it's just a hilarious thing them talking about how like that's so good right but right. just saying so like good. there's no rhyme or reason to it people have to create algorithms to guess whether or not there will be price changes or not and even those are just because there's no transparency in the way it is holland is the perfect example like the the amount of of people who got Dropped rid of him yeah and the pr- the fact that his price only went to thirteen point nine that was the yeah. lowest that he got and now isn't bought back anywhere near the level he was and is already up to fourteen point two right so like the fact that I'm just saying all of that to say people's bought and sold everybody and are doing it as fast as they possibly can again do what you want it's your team get whoever you want i just i just think at this point i don't know how many times you have to do this and be proven completely ridiculously wrong about doing that saka is one of those guys i get it you got to sell someone you know i think that's a, another really good point that you know the kind of the pundit class has has pointed out and something i think is just a, a kind of a theme for this point part of the season you're not selling a a a bad player to bring in a great player most of every every swap you're making here is yeah. a very good player for another very good player like you're you're like so i get the the money the the holland effect is strong so everyone was trying to make way uh, you know if if you had made the decision to go to him knowing or with the with the the hope that he was going to start this week like you were probably getting rid of any any money that you felt like you could and Saka was one of those guys. So you, I, I don't know who you traded him for. I don't, I'm not sure what the swap is there, but I, likely you're not happy about him finally having like, you know, a, a, a scores a goal. I think what two bonus. Uh, Saka su- had two bonus. Yeah. Subbed off early, which by the way, that was just a kick. Arteta saying he got fine. got a kick in the ankle. Should be fine. fine. Uh, should be fine for Saka. Is is fine. He's fine. Right. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, you felt like he was, I mean, he's been excellent. I mean, this is, uh, what are we on here now? Three returns in the last four matches, yep. o- official returns unofficially would have had a return against Crystal Palace because it wasn't until after the fact that Gabriel's assisted goal, uh, was credited as his goal. So that would have been Sokka's assist. So yeah. technically four straight returns now for Sokka. And that kind of burns you a little because we weren't talking so long. Whoa, easy earthquake. 
What? It wasn't long ago we were discussing. It's on the cord. You you were you were you like why, why is everyone? You you were kind of anti soccer. Yeah, I said it. Yeah. T- yeah, I said it going into the Crystal Palace match. I was mad that he didn't get anything because I said I I meant it. I felt I felt bullied. <laughs> you felt bullied by the FPL community. Do like- I feel bullied now? I feel less bullied. <laughs> okay, but you own him. Points help. Yeah, right. of course. I was not gonna. I even this week, like he was not even remotely a consideration to not getting play. rid of. I have Jared Bowen, and I still have Salah. I have not gotten rid of Salah. Yeah, I was about to make a confession that I never sold Salah, and I never sold Holland either. Oh, nice. Because I because of exactly what you were I describing. I kind of question the, both of those a I, little. I, I question myself. I absolutely should have done it. But the reason why I didn't was because the price changes didn't make any sense. And so I had both of them from the start. Their prices went up, and... I didn't understand how I was going to make money or lose money based off of uh, I I couldn't afford to get them back in. Yeah, well, I, I was it was going to be a mess. So I we said we said it last week. the The correct move was to sell Holland the minute the the moment yes. he got injured. the The right move was, was to sell, sell Holland, yes. which I did not. I held on to right. at least for a week we or two. All we were which all in that it, same boat. That was the right move, but waited, I did not make right. that. <laughs> waited too long to sell, but I eventually yes. did. So I eventually did get rid of him. Uh, and I, I think it was either for Solanke or Watkins. So it was for some. It was for players that, again. Like I'm just like I, it's just dumb. I feel like I've been like three weeks behind the template every week this season. But that was. But whatever. Like eventually you get to the players you get to. If you didn't get rid of him, that's the thing with Salah. Like I kept looking at it and looking at it, and I'm like, all right. Well, now what? Like. Should I just hold him now that I have him? Like, should I just keep, like, kind of hanging on here? Like, you know, I know when he's supposed to be back. I know that I know how they're describing the injury. But then I'm like, you never know. Right. The whole thing is just kind of like instead of making the like I've been patient on the moves and patient for probably too long. I mean, that's just the bottom line of it. So, yes, the the answer, you're you're right to question it. And the only reason why is this, even if. You are concerned about, okay, if I spend that money, I have to try to figure out a way oh, to get that money back. Sorry. I do not have Salah right this second. so I. But you I, did up but until... But I did until this game week. Okay. I should, I should clarify okay. that. So, so uh, the other thing is this. once I sold him once he was gone. I'm like, I'll figure it out. I'll just figure it out when he comes back, and I'll figure out the money. And for a little while, I just kept the money banked, but at least wanted to put someone in that spot who could hopefully produce. And then when he got hurt, then I'm like, well, I never like having guys coming off an injury anyways, uh, unless his name is, unless he's the alien named Erling. So even then, I, I didn't go to yeah. Holland. I went to Holland this week. I did not last week. There was rumors he was, might play, and he subbed on last week. Right. And, Brian, you said that before. If Holland comes on in a sub manner, he's starting the next match. But I was not, I was worried. That he yeah, was not yeah. starting until I saw the starting lineup today. Well, even Manchester City, Alex, who we've referenced a million times on here, he had uh, he had Holland starting odds this week at fifty fifty. He said that if he had to guess, he would. He said he guessed that Holland would was going to going to start, but he just said couldn't say for sure. Mm-hmm. Just like didn't wasn't sure how it was going to play out. All right, this is not a Holland. This, this is, is not, not the Holland portion. Uh, Manchester City. I just want to make I want to make the la- like so the last issue, thing in Arsenal and, and well just that with Saka for so long Saka looked off it 
Whether yeah. that was, uh, you know, kind of as he was, I don't know, recovering from an actual injury or if it, you know, we talked about it before, kind of the way teams were double, kind of double teaming or trying to reduce the amount of space that he was getting, whatever. I just would like to say that for the last five game weeks, so he now this is, re, you know, returns in three of the last four matches officially. He had three shots this week. You know, you like to see him shooting more. Yep. So three is fine. That was the most in the match of anybody. Okay. So whatever. He more gets, than the entire Liverpool team. He get, he gets a goal. Uh, <laughs> so weird. Uh, your top shooter was Alec, uh, Alexis McAllister. You, Who only took you, shots from half field. You don't want that. That's no. not the guy that you want. I mean, to. he has hit a, a goal of the season contender. Very true. Already. So I will say you don't really want it, but when it does come off, it it's kind of fun. It's just that it, you're trying to recreate that. The weeks where it looked like, like I said, you know, weeks ago, where Sokka just feels like he's barely ticking along. He's getting returns, but it doesn't feel like it's ever, there's right. no explosion there. Well, now the last five game weeks, he's third for shots overall. So he's taken 23 shots in the last five game weeks. That's third best. Right. So great. Yeah, I want you want that yeah, Saka. Sure. He's created 13 chances, which is tied for fifth overall. Okay, so he's now pretty good. He's top five in shots and chance creation, and he's touched the ball in the box 50 times in the last that five games. Sterling-ish, weeks. a lot that of ticky ticky tacky. What's changed? That is number one overall. It's five more than Odegaard, who's second. I would also like this moment to say three of the top four box touchers in the last five game weeks are Arsenal players. Wow. It's Can box oh, touchers be your team name next year? Uh, wow. Might get flagged, but uh, <laughs> no, uh, no, uh, I will think about it. Touches um, in the box. Sokka, but, I mean, that's just a phrase. It's not Sokka catchy. number one, Odegaard two, Darwin three, Martinelli four. Wow. So three of the top four are your guys. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. I and I can't I mean I I don't know that that's I guess it's kind of coincided with results. I mean, Crystal Palace, I feel like you kind of I don't you never like, know. I don't know if you count that one. I feel like that was yeah. that's such a weird one. Either way, all of that to say like Sokka is now like back on it. Well, I go back to my question earlier when he was on his rant. What changed? Has anything changed as Dubai? person as person personnel changed? Dubai did it. I don't warm weather uh, training. I don't want to talk about that. I don't know. It's interesting. So there's a few other guys that maybe a little little healthier. I don't know. I mean, in other words, that, that are pushing on other first teamers. I mean, his goal was just cleaning up after Havertz. Havertz should have buried it. Didn't. But uh, still, like, so it wasn't like he as uh, he made as a former former host he of this up. pod. You make your own luck. So never heard of him. He, you know, obviously lucked into that. I don't know. I don't. Know. I mean, look, Travis. You know how weird football is. Sometimes you just keep doing the same thing you were doing, and all of a sudden you start seeing results, and um, there's no explanation for it. <laughs> I, so we've already kind of ruled out Odegaard as a as a as a choice. Although, I mean, he is one of your top creative players in the so league, much. and he's awesome to watch. I mean, I feel like he's a no, lot of fun, right? He's a I, he's just such a pleasure to watch. He's fun play footwork, everything. Just not an FPL choice. I mean, I'm sure he's going to have games. It just doesn't feel like you're. Last year he was you, an FPL choice. You right? You had doubled you up on them for, for a, a minute. That's not happening. Hey, Dave, Gabriel Martinelli. 
Uh, 5-14-3-10 in his last four matches. Of course, that 14 was off the bench in his 21 minutes against the carcass of the Crystal Palace team that was out there. Yes. So what? Uh, I would just say that's 34 points in the last five game weeks for Gabriel Martinelli, which is eighth best in the league. So that's eighth best in FPL in the last five game weeks. Seventh best among midfielders. Okay. Are you even remotely convinced that there's something different for Martinelli that would make you in any way think about him? Let's say you can't get... I think someone finally got in his ear and or they showed him some tape from last year or he went back and watched his own film from last year. He's predictable. He's been predictable. And the thing he hasn't been doing this year is just committing to blasting at people. Just just blast. Yeah. And just putting... It's like he put himself in position... To get that goal, when he and Virgil were chasing that thing down, he was playing on the left. Somehow he ends up in the center. And Martinelli just Jeez went for it. And he made Virgil have to make a tough decision. And, you know, he told Virgil as they went shoulder to shoulder, he whispered to him, he said, hey, Virg, hit the weights. Yeah, that's your, right? yes. That's, that's, that's what, what I, I, I could tell that the, that's the first thing that you were, <laughs> as soon as he muscled him out of the way. Yeah, Brian geez. sends a text to to Travis and I as he's not with us as we're watching the game. And he, Brian says in the text, Dave, did you just scream, hey, Virg, hit the weights? <laughs> <laughs> uh, did he? Uh I, no, I did. Not. I he did, didn't hit I the did, weights. I didn't. Was, I didn't. I didn't scream that. He Anyways, was on the floor. On his Travis, back I don't know confused. if I have a perfect answer for your question, other than the fact that it does seem like someone Ted lassoed him, sat him down, and said, "Hey, man, like football yeah. is life." Yeah, remember like, who you are. Uh, I will say, uh, in five weeks, he's taken ten shots. Not. It's not a ton. No, it's not. It's the same amount as Willian has taken. It's, but like, that's 12, not, it's like 12th most. A little curly one. But that's not Martinelli's game. Martinelli's sure. game is like, I got to go in there and wreak havoc. Four shots and on target. people under pressure. Four shots on target. I, whatever. I mean, it, it, it's not about, it was not necessarily, he's not a volume guy. He had some volume last year, but, you know, and, and the results He's not were a volume different. guy. I agree with that. And, but the weird one for me is that he's only created three chances. So he's not like but that's normal. He's not a he's not a creator. But last that's what I'm saying. I feel so what's like he doing last when he's season dribbling around. I feel like last he's, season he's he sterling-ing. was he was facilitating a little bit more. But I guess he was getting to the byline and put the ball across. Probably he doesn't need to do it as constantly. I guess because there's Odegaard, because there's Saka, because Jesus. When he's you know yeah, it's you're just, right. It's such a you've talked about this before. It's such a collective when they finally get at or around the box, it could be any one of that front, however many are there. It doesn't matter who it is. Right. It doesn't matter if it's Kivior standing in the box, heading Almost directly at one. Allison. Yeah. Right. It's it's whoever's there. Yeah. So it's just that the output isn't really much of anything. You know, he's I just said, you know, he's in the box a ton, but it's just not turning into like, oh man, this guy's like He's creating a ton of chances. No, because all the chances are being created by Saka and Odegaard. So I guess that's what I'm saying. Like, I, like the numbers are legit, and he has a great game this week. And, or a great, I mean, whatever. I mean, he's finally got two bonus. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's a, it's a, a ten. I mean, he went double digits. That's a great week. But he's in five point nine percent of teams, understandably. So I guess that's my question: is there, is there any reason why you would even? 
Like, except you that buy you in. wanted someone from Arsenal and you can't afford Saka. Do you even He's see Martinelli as an even cl- something to even think about? He's still seven seven. That's like that's that's why I know that, and that's the part that's the. I think that's the hardest so thing about him. So I would say no, and this is why, because Phil Foden for me seven eight. Phil Foden for other people buying right now is seven nine. So okay, now the. You know, Foden started a lot of games. I, I, it seemed to be Foden used to be a start risk, but you can go back and look at Foden's starts this yeah. season. It's been a long time since he hasn't started. Bournemouth, he played 45 minutes, you know. So, and that's going back like 12 match weeks. So, you know, I, I, I think you know, if you're looking in that range. Yeah, and so, I, and there's t- and we'll talk about it too. I feel like there's so many selection headache because of the lower price guys, like Neto's yeah. five point six. Right, he hasn't gone up yet. Right, and I feel like you he, get just as much, if not more, output. Yeah. Give me a at the, at the best Neto that you get than a be- the best of Martinelli. I think I think, right. but but Martinelli's. Ca- I mean, his cap is a brace. Like he he has he's obviously capable of doing that. That's the only reason why I. Ask. Right. Last thing about last, thing. last last thing about Arsenal. First of all, Jesus missed another game with his a knee issue. Yeah, problem. Does that bother you? Yeah, no, I mean, but like I guess does it, it bother, bothers me that he's not in the does lineup. Does it bother the team? No, I think they've they've okay. learned they've learned to adjust. Great, and I just I'm not saying he's a, he's a non FPL choice rest of the season barring they, some sort of they can play crazy. Havertz there, they can play Trossard okay. there, they can they can play Martinelli there. It's whatever. Zinchenko, 45 minutes. Arteta says had some feeling in his calf. You he was probably feeling like he was going to throw the game away. Travis, there was no feeling in that calf. No. Either, hey, look, they're saying they're saying calf issue. Subbed off at halftime. This is the fourth time that he's had a calf problem since 2022. Yeah. Uh, this is uh, uh, especially from the dailycanon.com. Okay. Tomiyasu's back from the Asian Cup. Yep. Should they're already saying should be fit and available for you guys? I think West Ham's next, right? Great, he should start. Not to mention how awesome was Kivior when he did come out. Kivior did great, right? He did so fine. An, a, a, a very good performance from Kivior when he was substituted. Yep. You would you even think about either of those two? As if I know they're starting, that's the problem, right? Like we're just right. not going to know. Can't imagine that Tomiyasu comes straight back from from mm. from cup, goes straight to training, straight into the starting. You think he might? I don't know. They trust him more than Kivior. I Tomiyasu think so. was playing more was than Kivior before. That's a good, right? No, I, and that and he still kept playing. Yeah. Right. So he's he's match fit. I don't see why not. Yeah, I don't see why not. It's just uh, like Travis I, and I were discussing. I'm saying I think you've seen when we've already seen it. The last the last two things that Tomiyasu did before he left in game before he was out in game week 15. He went 7 and 11 against Brentford in week in week 13 and 11 against Wolves in week 14. Like he had he was awesome in back-to-back weeks yeah. and then just was gone. Yeah. So I th- what I, I mean we've already said that you know when you when he's out there what he offers is every bit as good as what Zinchenko He's been way better this offer. year than he was last year. Okay. I just at 4 or 5 it's just somebody that to me if, if I feel like he's I feel like 4 or 5 for that position that player 
given what he offers. If it does turn out to be something long term with Zinchenko, I feel like that's like a agree. That's an absolute steal. Agree, Travis. Joe Gomez is he going to continue to play defense for Liverpool? And this is my last thing on Liverpool. I think he's going to have to. I own him, uh, but with Robertson back, Trent being back enough, Connor Bradley being in form. Now, Kanate, Gomez bought another why. week. Be, okay, so I get that's one why. more week of Maybe Gomez. It'll either be Gomez or. But then what happens Kwanzaa, after? And I and I would lean towards Kwanzaa probably. So Gomez might sit. Okay. Um, so he might start this week. I just wonder where does Gomez like? Does Gomez Ben White his way into a lineup, regardless whether it's center back or right back or left back? Gomez seems to be able to play all the positions. But now all those guys are back who are the original guys. So the utility guy, Gomez, it's a baseball reference for those out there. What happens to Gomez here? Because I'm a Gomez owner. He's gotten, I didn't start him this week, but I had the two weeks prior and he scored some good points for me. It just depends on what Bradley's doing. It depends on so what Bradley's I, so doing. So I need to not start him next week I, is I what would, you're saying. Does your honestly, confidence level would, of him I starting would, next week is low. If he starts, it'll be center back I, is what I think. But you, but Liverpudlians love Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa might get the go. Do you, do you trust Kwanzaa or Gomez more? Um, they're really similar. Pretty pretty raw center backs. Kwanzaa has a higher ceiling, uh, and, and is more is is a more suitable center back. Like he's a center back player. Um, I honestly think Kwanzaa probably gets the nod. Well, if I've got Joe okay. Gomez, I'm thinking about moving him at this point. Okay. All right. There's two other things for Liverpool. Actually, three other things. We can talk about oh it. Oh, my big, gosh. I well, thought there was... A- just thinking for bigger strategy purposes. We've been talking like, for an hour just about just this one game. Liverpool's got a double. <laughs> is a one game. of the doublers coming up. Jota, obviously. I think Jota probably did go up in price this week. Jota gets you nothing this week. David right. bench Jota. I did. Lot, tons of people out there uh, benched Foden in favor of playing Jota against the the best defense in the league. A, a bold choice. Turned out not the way probably you hoped. That's how he uh, pronounces it. So, you still buying him? Probably. Okay. So people, At least for another week or two. Right. Jota? And, yeah, and 25 is going to oh, be tough. Oh, I'm gonna be starting Jota next week. So yeah, you've t- got him. Do you tw- have him? Tw- I don't. Okay. I, and I've, I have toyed with it, but again, because I own Holland and Salah, it's not super easy yeah. to make the numbers work. I, I can't, because I swapped Salah for Richarlison. Same. I can't make. I have a Charleston going. Now with my forwards, I can't. I'm not getting. I'm not trading Ollie Watkins to go to Holland. It would have to be Solanke to Holland, which is a bigger jump. Which means I can't go Jared Bowen to Jota. I can't go Jared Bowen to Jota. I don't think. I think the money doesn't. I yeah. however it is that money yeah. doesn't work. It has to be somebody yeah. that's less than I think six point two. Yeah, based on what yeah. I got. Either way, uh, so be, because the reason why I ask is because the next person I was going to say is Darwin Nunez, mm-hmm. who we not only did we we were not here to talk about. Uh, I don't know if you heard Jurgen Klopp is retiring or he's leaving Liverpool at the end of this season. Had you heard that? I uh, no, that's news. We haven't what, discussed what that's crazy. on the pod, have we? We just already said it once on the okay. podcast. I just wanted to say okay. it back to. I wanted to see Travis's face whenever he. You are. I don't cruel, know what you're talking Brian. about. Cruel man, Jurgen Klopp. He's your manager. You've seen him. The guy. He has the hat. <laughs> the teeth. He's got. He's got. He's always doing stuff. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> the guy. Uh, 
No, just that Darwin Nunez also, uh, since the last time we were sitting here, uh, broke the Premier League record for number of times that he hit the woodwork, blasting shots only at the woodwork. So you know, like 11 now. And then he goes for what? Did he get a one? I think he got a yellow card this week, so I think he goes officially well, goes he didn't for a start. one. He didn't start. Right. He subbed So on. he got over a zero. Uh, yeah. So Darwin should have had a zero this week, right? He definitely got a yellow. If only there was a way. Look, I got I, it right here. I can do math. I think it's zero. I think it's one it's minus zero. one equals zero. Is Very what, that's my math. Very good. Solid. You buying him? Are you making him is your is there an I mean there is an argument to be made for any three people that you can name. But Holland, <laughs> Darwin, and is that is that a is that a viable way of Holland, Darwin, Solenki? No, well, I, I if think, you're doing it by like, if you're Watkins doing it by numbers, still, it's think, it's Holland Watkins Darwin is your is your stat guy. But money, sure. I was mainly talking about money. Solanke's the, yeah. the lower end guy that most people can get to. He's got What's twenty money? more points. What's money got to do? He's with got that? twenty more points in Darwin. Okay. Um, and, and the other part of it is you've got you've also got Cunha who's coming out of nowhere with. He's similar on points to Solanke right seven. now. Right, we'll get to we'll get to the so, selection headache that he's causing. Here all all I'm saying is I think there's I think there's alternatives out there. He's okay. not hot, but when he gets hot, maybe it'll be worth it. But I I don't I just I just don't trust it. Yeah, the people who love him are like lustful, obsessed with it's, him. It's it's hopeful, especially Darwin. For hopeful. With Darwin. Yes, it's hopeful. There's nothing. There's nothing there. I mean, yes, he's in the what top. Okay. Top six, top yeah, top six scoring. Surprising, but which it is surprising, but it but everybody well, above uh, him is 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 easier to get it, to and more it, uh, more worth going to. Who did I just see that did it? It was I think was it? I thought he was more than seven four. I I thought he was around eight. So in my face. Doesn't yeah, it was uh, it was seven. FPL Sala. It was uh, it's you've seen him before. Uh, uh, he, uh, he's. He's on. Uh, he's on the official FPL show. He's, okay. He's been. He's doing stuff. All right. He because uh, he posted. He does stuff. He does things similar to your manager. That he's always doing the stuff. He's a guy doing things. Um. No, he posted a a question earlier. Uh. Or within the last day, it just said, you know, would you say this is a good FPL asset? Sixteen returns and fourteen starts. Unexpected goal involvement of 14. He's averaging 6.4 points per start. He's less than 8 million. And he's a first-team player. Of course, by a, by a large margin of, of everyone, of course, those numbers, you say, yeah, that's of course, that's a good FPL asset. And the point is... His uh, name is Darwin. Right, it's Darwin Nunez. So, and then, of course, the rep, you know the replies are just, well, yeah, that's a, you know, that's a loaded question. That's in his starts. Like some yeah. of his returns are off the bench. His point was, even if you talk about him getting points off the bench, that just that just makes the case better for him. Yeah, right. So I guess that's my like. I'm saying like, I don't think it's a like he's he's still, a, he might be a maddening choice, but to me, I guess that's I guess that we're going to be in that perpetual state of right. like, Brian, what, would what, you what would you do with him? Right, Travis, would you rather own? Darwin Cunha Solanke. You gotta pick one. On form, probably Cunha right now, even though I own Solanke. I, I didn't know I didn't ask who you owned. Didn't ask you about form. Well, I just said Cunha. Okay. And then I so and then I qualified. Okay. It. 
All right, so that's your choice. But you yeah. said on form. Yeah. Current form. If, I think if that's, someone I think made Cunha's you right choose. Right, okay. Brian, same question. Cunha, uh, Darwin, Solanke, pick one right now to own. Right this very second? Right this second. Darwin. Interesting. That's, I think, I, Travis, I'm with you. I would go Cunha, which is which is wild. Like, I'm look, I, this week I, I had two I, free transfers. I'm, I'm considering I need to at minimum use one. So it, it's either going to be in the defense. That's why I was asking about Gomez. But Solanke, look, Solanke's been really good. He's the uh, fourth highest scoring for, striker all season. The last four match weeks, he's given you one return. Now, you could say that was against Tottenham, Liverpool, and Forrest. He did not give you a return, and he did give you a return against West Ham. It's fine. I get it. In other words, like Spurs, Liverpool are in there. And Solanke's been really good. It's just there's something about Cunha, and Cunha's also at 5'7". Like, if you're trying to make up a little bit of money so you can get Salah back or can get Holland back when they're when they're ready to rip – you can absolutely possibly get the same production out of Cunha that you can for Solanke or Alvarez or Darwin, and he is way cheaper at a 5'7". And look, this also sounds wicked crazy, but right behind Darwin, four points behind Darwin, is a 5.0 Luton's Carlton Morris, right. who in the last three, three, three of the last four match weeks, I'm sorry, Four out of the last five match weeks have given you a return, Mr. Carlton Morris, in the flying yeah. high loots. Yeah, there's so, a lot of there's a lot of selection headache because of the the lower price guys getting consecutive returns. Yeah, if you were building right this minute after the results this week, yeah, you'd have a lot of decisions to make. Out of bio for yes for Luton for Luton yeah, scores. Agree. All right. Uh, last 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 things about Liverpool. Uh, Robertson being back matters, yes or no? Yeah, probably. 21 minutes so. off the bench last week, 32 minutes off the bench this week. At this rate, he'll be ready for a full game by the time Liverpool officially lose the title to Man City on March 10th. Right? I hate you. Uh, so I just I just don't know if he's going to matter. He he kind of mattered, you know. He's still he was way up there in chances created even after he went out with his injury <laughs> for defenders. And that's you know, and that's the reason was, why I think he matters. Is he was because high on the list for like he was still like delivery, in the top ten wow. for like like yeah. like weeks and weeks after he was gone. That's wild. His delivery is is very very good, much better than Simicas, much better than Joe Gomez. Even though Joe Gomez did a good job while he was out. But you're not. There's right. no consideration to. No he has. You have to see him. This to, even if you saw him start, even then you'd have to. Think. No fantasy. Uh, Trent's first start since New Year's. He lasted 57 like minutes. Trash. Per uh, this is Anfield. Uh, Trent was never planned. Uh, Klopp's statement was Trent was never planned that he would play 90 minutes. No, no. Klopp never said that. It was. He that did. Was, uh, he did. Tr never planned he would play 90 minutes. Clear that they had to take him off. It was earlier. it was a planned substitution. Klopp did acknowledge that, but he also talked he about was asked about it because he said that the momentum shifted. It did, but after Trent was gone, it was well after Trent was gone. And it felt it, like that was it, disappointing. It, yeah, probably would have rethought that one. Uh, Trent is currently the seventh most transferred out for defenders. Uh, and he's only third for transfers in. I guess I understand that because of price. Right. 
It's just, like when he's performing, people are going to buy him. But when he's not, people are going to. They play just, Burnley at home next week. I haven't, owned they, him, I haven't owned him all season. Yeah, same. He's just too expensive. Same too with Trippier. I haven't earned, I'd, I haven't I'd rather him. spend money other places. Uh, but on who? It had, it had to be. A lot of people. Name one. Tons of people. Well, I, get, I mean, I get there's that there's guys, everyone's Brian. cheaper than he is as a there's defender. Guys. And I'm sure a popular transfer this week even was probably to go to Trippier because of the matchups. But Trent is playing home to Burnley next week. And then he's doubling Brentford Luton in the in game week twenty five. That's what, a good point. What are twenty three thousand people selling him for now? No, that's a good point. I agree. I agree that really good point. I agree with that. If you have him, why are you selling him? You make a good point. If you have a little extra solid cash, maybe go spend it on T A A. I got like I have him. I'm I am I just I started him this week, fu- fully knowing that they were not keeping a clean sheet against you. Yeah. So. It was, you, you were just expectful for a. Well, just the hope that he was going to do anything, and yeah. he didn't do anything except work really hard for no reason. Mm, so word. anyway, I'm right. tired of talking about this That's game. It. That's it. No more. I've no already more. made no one more. transfer while you guys were doing this because I got bored. I love, oh love, and on the pod transfer, Travis, tell us what it is. I have not had enough transfers available to not take a hit to get rid of Musa Diaby. Wow. Wow. Diaby's still in your team? Not anymore. I took care of it. Wow. What year is it? Wow. He's only been in the Premier League for one season. Oh, no. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I forgot. It feels like it was two years. So, Diaby out. I haven't been playing him, but he's been in my team, and he's too expensive to still be in my team. Understood. But, again, I hate taking a hit. I hate taking a hit. I don't don't get enough points to take hits. Mm. You should drop way down in your rank and do what I do and take hits. I can't do it. It's, I mean, it's working for you. Not, Have not, you ever thought about taking a lot of hits? Hey, not, no. The I did lower last, you drop I did last in rank, season, it did not work. You might as well start taking hits. Yeah. Make it's it. the only thing that gets you back Chase in the game. Chase your losses. Don't you know all the... That's like the top betting rule. That's right. <laughs> I have right. heard that. Who'd you bring in? Pedro Neto. Oh, that's a good move. Uh, listen. That's a good move. We'll, we'll talk about that, the Wolves. You know what? We'll just talk about Wolves next. I you was going to go... I, I was... Yeah, because we mentioned Cunha... Now Neto entered the pod. Let's go right there. Travis changed up where I was going, but I have great joy in announcing this match. Wolves for Chelsea two. Uh, Wolves smash, Brian. Wolves absolute come out the gate, completely smash. Cunha hat trick. Uh, Diasi for good measure, kicks one in, uh, an own goal for Chelsea. On the Chelsea side, Cole Palmer gets you something. And then it doesn't matter anything else that Chelsea. I was going to say, if if you, anyone else owns anyone else on Chelsea, you're just you're a, you're a relative. So, the, Cole Palmer is a. There is nothing left to say about Cole Palmer except that now, because his price is up to where it is, I think, I think you do have a decision. If you're one of his selection percentage isn't crazy high. Uh, I I will honestly Not as high as it has been. It's thirty nine. I'm surprised. Brian, that's kind of that's high. I'm su- anything over thirty. It high. was it was higher. It has been higher. I'm saying Saka is at sixty percent. I'm surprised that a guy who's scoring the way he has since he started, he's a top seven midfielder, and he's still less than six dollars. 
Like I'm surprised it's not higher than that. And so the reason why I'm saying that is because I'm saying that if you didn't have him for whatever, like I waited forever to get, I I looked at it now. I bought him at 5.5 and that was late. I mean, I felt like I was really late to the game bringing him in. That was late. Because people got him at 4.9. Yeah. Smart, good managers who know what they're doing got him at 4.9. I think, Ryan, I'd have to go back and check. I think I got him at 4.9. Right. So I'm saying now because but I would not he takes back myself in that type of description of a category. No, if you he wasn't talking about you. I'm just saying for sure. I'm just saying if you don't have him and you and now you're seeing like, well, holy cow, he's been scoring basically every other week since like week five or something like that. Right. You do have a decision because of I would say because of I still think you take him over Neto. I think you should still do that because it's close enough. And he's but a he's a penalty taker. I would love to make the Garnacho case later. Mm, uh, there's not uh, that shouldn't even remo- that shouldn't even That's be fair. there. Shouldn't even be controversial at this point. But Garnacho's four eight. I, I think you have a real choice now when it oh, comes buddy. to who you're bringing in. Well, we're not we're not there yet. I mean, did you think about that before you clicked confirm on your yeah. selection? Okay, but just want to make Palmer, sure. Palmer Neto. Um, and and Garnacho, yes, all all three. If you wanted to go Buck Wild, you could throw Ross Barkley's name into the no. into the mix, but no. I, w- I won't. I don't right. want to build that case. Barkley the is the way. absolute real life Roy Kent at the moment. <laughs> I mean, it is unbelievable. Um, so w- we're talking about Wolves. Oh no, wolves. we're finishing wolves, just the, just the final wolves, point on Chelsea. Chelsea. Yes, you're right. Uh, the one thing. Pochettino did say... Does I he saw, still have a job? I, he yes, does. as he of got now, sacked yes. yet, Travis? Not yet. I saw somebody He's, say... He should not be a scapegoat. He should not be fired. They have bigger issues than No him. kidding. Uh, I love him, by the way. Saying that... Somebody said... Uh, I love him. I wish I could credit it. I just remember no. I just remember seeing it, just the the report that they that Poch was talking about switching to a back three, which could, depending on how... Uh, Pochettino sets up that could be a benefit to Ben Chilwell because Ben Chilwell was not well at least for like the 20 minutes he's on the field right but just that when they were playing as a back four he was not being utilized that way where when they play it back you know when right. they play that's right three he gets the back he's out there on Gusto's the, the one that's gonna win that because he's the only one that's gonna be able to stay healthy you know what I would put Gusto into the same category if only we uh had a twitter slash x following that cared i would love to put out a a poll of whose haircut is worse harvey elliott garnacho or gusto Gusto. in that in that order bro it is in that uh, order those three guys i mean golly moses the um on the other side of the ball, yes, Dave, you're right. Uh, Pedro Neto, uh, Neto looks it's looks just, very good it again. It just seems like what I don't know why it's taken me this long to, you know, call me crazy, uh, crazy, which is completely fair. And the boys are doing this without Oh He Chan, who's still way up there, but Neto yeah. and Cunha, man, those guys just find ways to get it done. And it was Neto and Hee-Chan, and, and now all of a sudden Cunha just feels like he's 
come out of nowhere. But honestly, he's been there the entire season. I mean, he started almost every single game. And it just seems like you can't take the um, the taste of Cunha out your mouth. I guess, Travis. I guess, <laughs> I guess to be fair. I mean, it's just there <laughs> every the, single week, Travis. On the Palmer Neto. <laughs> just, you, you just look at it, Brian, and it's just. I mean, what do you do? Cunha's right there. I just want to say on the Palmer Neto Garnacho conversation that Palmer and Neto, since Neto came back, so it's started the last three weeks. Right. Those three starts, he and Cole Palmer both have twenty points. Wow. So okay. and they have almost identical Wow. Almost identical stats, except that Pedro Neto is more creative. Actually Neto's got one more shot, same number of shots on target. Neto's created seven chances, Palmer's created two. Wow. Palmer's not you're not looking for creativity from Cole Palmer. I'm just saying like well, Neto's numbers are Neto's I think, numbers I think he are he plays in the creative role for Chelsea. They just don't have anyone else who can do anything. Right. Palmer's the only guy you're right doing anything. It's just that Neto is on pace points wise, uh and is attacking in the same amount. The the best of Neto attacking wise is is still extremely good. It's just a lot like you said, Cunha just doesn't isn't stopping. This is a ton of this is it's ridiculous. I just Cunha's three points behind Solanke. How often have we talked about Solanke? And this is the first that I can remember reasonable amount of time that we've mentioned Cunha. In our second installment of people are stupid because they sell people and make price changes happen. Okay. Cunha went from 5.8 to 5.7 ahead of this 17 point performance this week. <laughs> Good job. The the less than 7% of you who oh who gosh. got rid of him enough to drop his price. Unbelievable. Yeah, fair to say Cunha is back on it. Uh so returns crazy. in four of his last five. 39 points in the last five game weeks, which is tied for fourth overall with Richarlison. Wow. And I would just say, so this is exactly it. Like, the the selection problem with forwards right now. If you're going Holland plus two, right? I think that's what everyone's target is. If that, yeah. I, I'm, I'm sure there are still some rogue managers who are just going to say, no, Holland, I'm not going to do it, whatever. And I'm sure it'll work. There's ways to make it work. I just think that there's now like there's a right by just by numbers there's a fifty percent chance that it's Holland plus Ollie Watkins, right? Or like like how does the math work on that on percentages? Holland's like sixty percent, Ollie Watkins is like a fifty three percent selector 62. or something like that. Sixty two point eight on Holland and fifty three point seven on Watkins. So what's the average of that? Like there's a there's a significant chance, yeah, that H- Holland and Watkins are. Two um, of your three forwards. Agree. So that leaves one spot and not a lot of money because lots of people have Trent. Tons of people have gone to Trippier recently. You, 60% have Saka. De Bruyne is the hottest player in the in the transfer market right now. You And then after that, you just watched Hoyland score for the fourth time in five games. Yep. Adebayo scored again. He's 4.9. Like you said, Dave, Carlton Morris is five, three, three returns in three straight. Not to mention, Ivan Tony. I get it. He, you weren't expecting anything against Manchester City. He's about to play twice. So, like, he's a he, what is he third transfer in right now? Because everyone's looking ahead to double yeah. game week, and that's including Ivan Tony and Darwin Nunez, and we just talked about. It. Yeah. So I just think Cunha, he does have the numbers, and now he's got like. This is ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, this is just scores on scores. And and I think uh, 
Wolves have just shown that it's not like they're they're just attacking a different way than and they're than about they to get He Chan back. Right. They're they're about to get their Wang back. And so right. when you can throw a Wang and Cunha out there and Neto's feeding them balls. Yeah. It's like what else can you do? It's, but put it, balls in it, net. It can get better for put them. Put balls in net. It can get better. When when is Wang back? Uh, I, they, I uh, seen, uh South Korea is still in Klinsman's got them cooking. Is Klinsman their manager? Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, yeah, I don't. I I haven't looked at a. It's He Chan and again better podcast. We've already had this information wow. without having the well having to look it up on the Ryan. Fly. If only there was a way. Point is, I I don't know how you like Cunha is going to go back up to what he was prior to this game week, which is probably the most. He's still hilarious. currently it's at hilarious. a five seven. Yeah, it's and hilarious. so. I'm I'm just looking at it. And I'm like, do I just go with Cunha over Solanke here? Well, I mean, Brian, what? Well, like, if you had to make a choice right now, Cunha over Solanke? Question mark. The semifi- semifinal is tomorrow between South, who South and who? Korea and Jordan, and Qatar and Iran is this is Wednesday the seventh, and then the finals on the tenth. So if they win so tomorrow, South say, Korea wins yeah, tomorrow, Korea they would play, play the tenth, which is set this Saturday. They will beat the Jordanians. And I love Jordan. I've been there. It's an awesome country. A really, really awesome country. But South Korea is going to beat Jordan. Jordan has uh, not played well. It, yeah, I, I would tend to agree with that. So after the tenth would be the so answer. To South the Korea makes the final. They'll play a Sun tough. They'll play a tough Klein Iran. We'll come back. Maybe. Okay. So or he he chance coming back soon. Um. Well, for twenty five game week twenty five probably this point right yeah i mean all right that's the 17th that's assuming a week, he doesn't a week need from any, the final assuming he doesn't need any rest. i think he may get a rest i but. think in that in that price range dave uh, you know once you're down at five you know you're at five point no Cunha is 5.7 mm-hmm. yeah you're right I, i'm just no, no, I, I, could go, I could gain a pound dollar in a little bit more if i go from Cunha to slanky and i would say am i really losing anything no if they're even Steven, then I'm gaining a pound dollar. Yeah. I mean, your your debate really is, I I mean, just by viable people in that range. And it's, Wolves, it's, it's fun Wolves right now. It's, we might give it's, up 10 goals, but we might score 11. It's, would you, wolves. would you dare, would you, you know, would you buy in on this, like, four, three returns in four weeks from Adebayo? Like, pick, pick one of Pick no. one of the Luton, either Carlton Carl Morris, either Carlton Morris or or Adebayo at five zero or four point nine. That to me is a money. That's like, do you need the money to work? Yeah. No, I hear you. Because I look, I looked at the schedule. I did what a ton of other people did. I made one transfer. I didn't need to make the transfer. I would have been better off to not have done it. I brought. I did Joe Pedro two weeks ago. And watched him get a one or whatever it was last week in like probably the best matchup that I thought they were going to have. And they proceeded to get crushed. And so this week I watch again as I'm like, everyone's transferring him out, of course. They're trying to go to anybody else. And he does good. Like he ends up being right. a, a good player this Joao week. Pedro and Pedro's, or Cunha. He got uh, also, he got a knock. So oh, he only played okay. 71 well. minutes. He played 70 minutes against Luton. And now goes against Crystal Palace, scores a goal, goes for he got two bonus points, scored in their four one win, and gets an eight. So then 
the the Brighton schedule is still it's at Spurs, at Sheffield, home Everton, at Fulham, home Nottingham Forest. That's your next five. There's goals in all of those games. Yeah. Yeah. So it's the reason why Pascal Gross, it's why Estupignan, it's why everyone was kind of going to the you know these the any any yeah. level of Brighton asset was because of this run of matches. So yeah, I mean, it was hilarious to see him get knocked at 70 minutes. I'm I'm saying hilarious because I was laughing my head off. Knocked at 70 minutes because of a knee issue. Is yellow flag the entire week. Manager says, not sure. We'll have to make a late call on him. Starts and plays 87 minutes against Crystal Palace. I don't. I think the knee's okay. <laughs> so, yeah. And then, like I said, goes for eight. He yeah. is the penalty taker when he's out there. So, like, that's why, I, I mean, all I can do is be hopeful. I can't make Pedro, I can't do Joel Pedro to Holland and have anything but four or five left at, right. for a midfielder or whatever. Yep. So, like, Cunha's out of reach. And as much as I would love it, like, I'm not wild carding. If I was wild carding, yeah, you'd have to okay. think about it. All, all right. the uh, Max Kilman's one of like the t- like uh, we're back to the same place like all the Wolves defenders just because they had that start, run starting to rise a well, little the bit for- like on form on points they're up there so Max Kilman's one of those guys too that's like you could think about it you, you we I think we said it weeks ago they're they're all four or five or less but I just feel like that's a risky that's like those are luxury moves all right Manchester City game of the day today three. Brentford won. We've mentioned City a lot, so I don't know if we have to dwell on this long. And I'm just throwing – I'm kind of going through these games so we can throw out some hot names out there. Tony played in this. Your, Brian, your favorite boy, Neil Malpe, uh, got the goal scoring in this match. Brentford goes up one nothing, And then after that, it was the Phil Foden show. Fall down Phil. I said this on our text thread earlier. It's amazing what happened when he stopped falling down. He started scoring. You're going to have to change the name. Fall down, Phil. Yeah, not falling down really. Uh, you know, it's the only thing like Travis. Said, I can you know call the, him not falling down. You Phil know, the now. only thing he's not falling that did fall is goals in the net. His price. <laughs> That's crazy, Brian. Uh, that this is is it though. Yeah, it is crazy. F- FPL Raptor. And, and, FPL and Raptor. Is... Everybody's favorite. Everybody's favorite FPL solo commentator. Uh, said uh, earlier said kind of i feel for people who benched phil foden in the situation most people were looking at going into the game week he was probably the best player for people to bench i I disagree completely what that meant is that they were playing probably holland watkins solanke holland darwin Solanke, whatever it is, like that front, it was playing three forwards, and then likely for like for you, where you said, "No, I'm not playing Jota against against the best defense in the league. I'm I'm gonna play someone else. Right. I'll play fall down Phil. Right. That's not the decision lots of other people made. Phil Foden was on the bench of a lot of prominent people. I just prominent FPL, very good managers. Otherwise, benched Phil Foden and were looking at a twenty in their first bench spot. It's got to be a sick feeling. I I just don't understand. Out of all the choices that you have to make, and granted, someone could look right back at me and say the same thing about Jota. I could list off Jota's numbers, and you're like, really? You benched that guy? Okay. Well, he was playing my team, and I was just pot committed. I didn't want to root for him. 
And so I just did. That's one reason why Jota got the bench. So then I'm looking at, okay, I got Richarlison, Saka, Palmer, Foden. Jota. Great. Right? I mean, that's my midfield at the moment. It's a good midfield. So I, but I'm looking at it, it, Phil, and I can go back to, to week set, match week 17. Here's the scores. 5, 8, 12, 2, 6. And then he rips off a 20. Yeah. I, I just, when you're looking at, if you cut the cut the 20 out, look at it, and you're like, am I really going to cut that guy out of the lineup? And I would have cut Sokka out the lineup before I cut out Foden. Foden went from 8 I would have cut Palmer out before Foden, probably. He went, he went from 8 to 7.9. Uh, like we said, scores a 20. Uh, took sh- six shots. It's number one shooter this week. Playing uh, really centrally. It seemed like De Bruyne was out wider than Foden most of the match. I would just say, too, last five game weeks, because I like this, I like five game weeks as a, as a wow, metric. Yeah, look at you. 48 points for Phil Foden in the last five game weeks. Number one. Yeah. It's your number one player in the last five game weeks. So, anyways. 24 shots. Only Darwin has attempted more. That's the thing that I don't know that you're necessarily... That to me is the surprising, you know, kind of the surprising thing is that he's shooting as much as he is. Yeah. Uh, has 36 touches in the box, which is tied for fourth in the last five weeks with Gabriel Martinelli, your guy. Just two big scoring chances. So just two chance, two big chances, which to me seems low. He has created 17 chances, which is second only to Martin Odegaard in the last five weeks. But so is, he, is he playing though? Let, let let's let, let's be honest. You see, so obviously he's he's hot. He's on form, but Pep doesn't care. Yes, he does. Do, Pep doesn't care. Yeah, he does. Bernardo was on form, and he didn't. Silva doesn't didn't. He pulled. He pulled him. He's a little older though. But Bernardo Silva is also not getting subbed out. Foden. I mean, like you have to go back to game week eleven to see him play less than seventy minutes. So there is no. So there's 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 very little chance that he. Not when he sits one of the the game week twenty five du- double. He might. Chelsea I, and Brentford I would again. be concerned about that for sure because that's. I just I just think it's never the, know I Pep. just think that they are because they're behind. They because have, their next three matches are at home. Yeah, they're chasing. I'm not. I I would be. I would want to be piling up on him. The th- amazing thing about Manchester City right now is zero injuries. Not one name on the Premier League, on PremierInjuries.com. Credit to Ben Dinnery for maintaining the most trustworthy injury website on the internet for fantasy Premier League purposes. Zero players listed for Manchester City. That's wild. Cannot think of the last time that that is the case. Yeah. They're so, the only team with nobody. Right. Zero injuries, and the I, the thing that, and this is another like all the city, you know, anybody who follows City has said that the best thing about Foden is that he's twenty three, so his fitness, his recovery, everything about him is a little bit quicker. Is yeah, he's on the he's on the upper edge of all of the recovery times. He is the guy that is least likely if there's a problem or whatever right. t- t- tight turnarounds, whatever. Yeah. He's that guy. It's just, can you triple up? 
Can you get to it? Can you make? If, if you could do it, who who do you think the best three city options? I'm saying, are? can you do? How the, do you? De Bruyne, Foden, how, Holland. How do you make probably. Holland, De Bruyne, Foden in your team for game week 25 without free hitting or wild carding? Can you do it? I could. It would require. I don't like, own Trent or Trippier. Right, exactly. So that's the so that's the first thing. For me, my, my I've got that's sixteen dollars tied up in Trippier and Trent. Mm-hmm. So. 15.1 i can do math the the wow. issue is that's a ton of money well i, I could easily go Saka to de Bruyne, right and you and that, for, for a match so and, and i think that's what people did it's for, the reason why Saka's price dropped is because if you're going to make a sacrifice you're you would take de Bruyne's opportunity for two two home matches in a in double game week 25 over Saka in one match week game week 25 against Burnley. Well, no. I I mean, maybe. So who do you want right now, Foden or Bowen? I want Foden. Foden, one hundred percent, right? Yes, no question. Did, if it's the was, question of like Foden, you just love Bowen. That's why I asked. Was there? No, a, I do love Bowen. I, I still have Jared Bowen. Travis, that you we might say Bowen, or are you just saying that for you Brian because he owns him? I have Foden and Bowen, but I have Bowen. Bowen was just a I bench Bowen this week. I, that Bowen, which is a good move. Bowen's so, an easy sell. I, just the quickly for West Ham, just that Paqueta is back probably in two weeks, which coincides with a good fixture yeah. turn for West Ham. So, he he's an easy sell for now. So but, that was that was the easy one. The hard one is, do you want Foden or Richarlison? Foden's fixtures with the double are fantastic, but mm -hmm. Richarlison's. Just as much on form. He's the form player. Yeah, I mean, you see what I'm saying? No, I totally know what you're saying. If you're making, yeah, if you're picking one I, or I the other, I don't want to pick between them. Why can't I have both? Well, it just depends on what the money's doing. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that was my, I mean, that was the one move this week because I had two. I I, I would have, rather I have, had two transfers. My move was before. Richarlison's price went up yesterday was to go Salah to Richarlison. So that, like, I want both of those guys. I think you're, once you start getting into, like, do you get rid of Saka, I think that's where you have a real decision to make. I would rather have Richarlison over Foden at the moment. But you would move. Yeah, I mean, it, I would have Foden. Game week yeah, for sure, for sure. If I did not have him, I, I would make a move. All right. I think it's the reason why then when you start to get into the like uh, can we go to Manchester United next that way we can just Yeah. Um anything else there's nothing else really like the obvious Only guys are obvious say it's just is, that Tony's is, obvious but Mope gets you the goal but you're not buying Mope you would never do that in a million years. No. And you're not and I think you can just like tons of people went to like last week Perfect example. Kyle Walker's price went up going into the match it doesn't start. last week, and then he gets benched. Right, exactly. And then this week, you're like, well, they're, you know, Brentford looks like a green matchup for Manchester City. Of course, they concede first. Billy, uh, League Billy, that was all for you. Brian just teed you up right there because that was. Oh, it's been like that, though. No, I know. I know. But League, well, Kyle Walker started every match this season. League Billy brings him in last week to play again. And 
you know, against whoever. Oh, it's awful. And then he doesn't start, of course. You know, he doesn't play it is, at all. Yeah, it's just it's it's Ederson. Guvardiol is in great positions, look good. Looks threatful in offense. Right. Ake does the same thing whenever. It doesn't matter who it is. Like, all the defenders have spots like that. It's just... They no matter how tight they are, no matter no matter how few chances they concede, somehow they manage to botch at least one. Plus Ederson, like lucky today. Lucky. Not a great lucky. day. Not a great weekend for Brazilian goalkeepers. Lucky. Travis, you wouldn't bring in a city defender. What would have to happen for you to bring in a city defender? Just overpriced and Yeah, not, I, I not don't performing. I don't know that Walker is really overpriced. I think just that that occasional blip where he doesn't play i don't know where is really yeah. really all that it is yeah. but yeah. if five five is not that big of a deal i mean that's pretty expensive but pedro poro is up like if there. you if you've already decided like you know a lot of this is chip strategy if you've used your wild card already you know that's going to affect what you do which i have you're going to get more double game weeks you know this is where you know ben crellin's already kind of mapped it out and kind of what the you know what the the chances of double game weeks. Like I think a lot of people are expecting to get announcement of a, you know, another double for, uh, for Liverpool, Liverpool Luton, I think has yet to be right. Reassigned. So there's still tons of movement here with, you know, at the way, home too, which right, is with, where the way matches are going to end up falling. So like, there's just, there's just tons, mm. like tons of moving parts. Yeah. And I just like, if you if you've already decided though, like, hey, it's City and Liverpool are playing a double game week. They both have pretty good, like the matchups are really good. What the heck? I can't get it any other way. I'm gonna free hit so that I have six. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna max out my Liverpool and and City people in that week. Sure. I mean, go for it. But I just feel like there's you still have some you still have a, a couple weeks to navigate that direction. Manchester United 3, West Ham 0. There's two talking points in this match, maybe three if we include Bowen, but we've already mentioned him. Yeah. Hoyland gets the scoring going. Garnacho finishes. A brace for Garnacho. A single goal. Hoyland has started in his last four starts. He has uh, scored in each of those. Yep. And so he's the uh, youngest player in Manchester United. In this last so five. He didn't start that one. So in his last right. four starts, yep. Yep. Four he starts has scored. He did not play he at all. He is the against. youngest Manchester United player to start in it to four deuce four. To score in four straight matches. Yep. Um twenty nine points for Hoyland in the last three game weeks. Okay, so he's the number one scoring forward in the last three weeks, which you expect that his numbers are great. Wow. Three goals on five shots. Three goals from four shots on target. Mm. Put it in another way, three goals from an XG of 1.06. not saying it's... Okay. Like, we're back to... I, I hear you. We're back to clearly, you know, unsustainable numbers. Plus, he has two, you know, two assists to go with that. I'm not saying it's bad. He's not bad pick. It's just that there's a different level of uncertainty just, with with him compared it, to any of the other players that we named. I'm just fair. I'm just saying his, his no the numbers his are, price he's is six awesome. nine in his last four starts. I'm just saying it's time we start talking about him. In his last four starts. Yeah. It's seven eleven ten eight. Right. 
and regardless of his shots or assists or whatever. Right. It's the question of 6.8 compared to now 6.9 compared to, like you said, like this is Cunha at 5.6 or 5.7 compared to Hoyland for a dollar more. So I think that's the I think that's the big question is like and who are you moving like I right. get that his Solanke. I get that his price went up. In his first 5 match weeks or f- I'm sorry, his first 15 match weeks. He didn't do anything. Yeah. Didn't score and he didn't assist. And then all of a sudden in his last 4 starts, he's got 4 goals and 2 assists. Yeah, they figured What I'm out. saying is like something Travis in my opinion seems to have switched and we're not you know we never do our jobs as podcast hosts but my point being if we don't mention him and in my opinion like that's right hey yeah what's wrong with freaking hoyland it's the hoyland rashford uh manu garnacho with with bruno fernandez uh supporting role midfield uh that's that's what might be it might be manu as well um I, to me, like I, I understand why you would, why you would go to Hoyland. To me, I, I just feel like every other name you say would be preference. It's a for, fragile for, for me, but I, but I get, like I, I, I'm not even remotely considering him, and I think it's because of the price. I need, I need money. I don't need. Would to, you rather have Hoyland or spend. Alvarez at this point? If that was my Good decision, question. yeah, I guess I'd probably take Hoyland. Okay. Would you rather have Hoyland or Darwin? I'd still rather have Darwin. He's more expensive. I disagree with that. He's more expensive. I would take Hoyland. We're just talking about at, needing at, money. At this moment. I'm just saying, at this one moment, or the other. At this moment. Obviously, I'm not going to ask Watkins. You, you're at, a Liverpool hater. <sighs> no. You're right. I want the guy who can only bang it off the post. Yeah, for sure. I, I look. Have I you wanna, seen I, how hard I, the ball hits the post when he I, kicks it into it? Look, it's Who tough can to do argue. That? Darwin shockingly does have decent stats, so I don't want to be blind to that. I'm just saying at this moment, right? I'll take the guy who has four assists and two goals in his last four starts, as opposed to Darwin, who hits the post four times in a match. Have now, you seen his? Have you seen his little tiny? Um, Should he char- little, start little tre- less than bun that he has oh back there? Oh gosh, have you seen that? No, the little what? little mini knob. <laughs> He's got a mini knob. Hey, Garnacho, <laughs> let's talk about Garnacho because right, hey, let's, Garnacho. Hey, but let, let from stats stats wise, just for the record, I'm, Hoyland has more starts than Darwin does, and Darwin has twice the points. So just throwing that out there. Listen, I just said Hoyland has gone. 15 straight match weeks. Right. Hoyland was nothing. F- this season for Manchester United people, his and my his point is lack a switch of his lack flipped. of Premier League res- returns was surprising considering in all the other competitions he was finding ways of scoring. Yeah. It's that in the league he kept not scoring, not scoring and now like it's floodgates. Rashford is has had that flurry of returns. Bruno got back in the returns. Not a consideration. I don't think he is, but he he's still there. He's still he's still a, a good player. But I think it's Garnacho, and I will give you the numbers on Garnacho. And this is to me, this is why I yeah. probably am going to end up with him before the match week is over. Wow. 
Garnacho. So he gets you a brace, three bonus points, sixteen points. One of the better, one of Huge. the better performances of the of the game week. Uh, he has started every game since game week eleven. Okay. okay. Since game week eleven, here's your midfield. Here's your midfield comparison for Garnacho. Sixty-three points since game week eleven, seventh best. So he's tied for seventh with Bernardo Silva since game week eleven. Wow. There's your Bernardo Silva number since game week eleven. Bernardo Silva yeah. is seventh in scoring, but Garnacho is tied in scoring with with Bilva. Okay. Garnacho's got five goals and two assists. 33 shots, 27 shots in the box. That is third for midfielders. Third. But but he, I get he, that he needs to be more clinical. It's not even that. Nine shots on target. That's not fantastic. He's got four big chances to score. That's just fine. He's been in the box 101 101 touches in the opposition box. That is only only Saka has more. 104 wow. touches. He's created 23 chances which is tied for eighth. So, like, the numbers for Garnacho to me, I like, I kind of expect, I, I guess when I was looking at it, I did not expect to see him as, like, yeah. I would have said, yeah, he'll maybe he cracks the top ten. Didn't yeah. realize it was prolific to that mm. point. So I'm just I, saying this is a lot, a I, lot. I agree we need to talk about him, and he is performing well. But I think those numbers are misleading because when he when he hits, he he's he's hitting harder so he he's got two he, he's got five goals right so, yeah so uh, in this out of those five goals two of those are in a brace situation where he's scored two goals in a single game right mm -hmm. and then that's obviously a good thing uh, we're not going to say that's that's not a good thing and, and then he only has two assists right so i guess my point is like everything else so he hits hard for those two match those two match weeks he hits marginally for the two assists, which weren't in those match weeks. And then he does nothing yep. every other game week. So it's feast or famine for him, and and it's not even that much feasting, to, to yep. be totally honest. That's why I'm a little no. – you're not wrong about the stats. And, and yeah. from a from a eye test, he, he's playing well. But I, I worry about bringing him in because you don't know if it's going to be a one or – Double digits. Yeah. And and I know, like, I think the money, I think the pedigree of the player, especially if it's, like, Dave, it's your, if it's your midfield, if it's a common midfield of Richarlison, Foden, Saka, uh, you know, pick another guy. Palmer. Like, or, yeah, Palmer oh, or De Bruyne or Joda. whatever. Joda. However you have your midfield arranged. If Garnacho's five for you. Yeah. That's that's a good. I would one. guess yeah. that you're also probably putting together, like we said, like the forward lineup that you're putting out there. It's probably going to be a lot matchup. I would think there's still a matchup dependent part of part of that. But to me, it seems like Garnacho, because he's four point eight right this second, that he's the guy that you're like, yeah, yeah first bench spot. Yeah. But they're playing at yeah. Villa, so Villa, who's not. I mean, this is not like tight defensive Aston Villa. I think we're gonna. Can we just say as like a podcast, like if you if someone beats up on Sheffield, can we just like somehow find a way of throwing out those numbers? Like, mm. and so that's what I mean. Everyone's padding the numbers against. Well, like the Villa show. numbers this week, like yeah, great. I mean, it, it, you're you're furious if you threw Ollie Watkins out this week. I'm sure you're not happy to see the huge return. 
but it was against Sheffield. And so that's why it's like this week, Manchester United has to play at Villa. I don't I don't know how good of a matchup that is. But what for whatever whatever it is, it's a a rejuvenated yeah. Manchester United yeah. who then go to to Luton. So at Luton, that's not green. So could, let's just throw like Kenilworth Road is not a yeah. green matchup anymore. Yep. It's gray at least. I just think like that's another one where you're like but still it's relegation threatened i mean out of relegation zone but still like a bottom team you on form manchester united also on form so that's a fun matchup i mean that should be that should be good who knows go luton but and then they're home to fulham in 26 so the next three weeks are like i'd say good for manchester united you get another manchester derby in, in game week 27 that's bad for manchester united i don't care it's at it's at city so yeah, yeah. But either way, like the next, I'd say, you know, it's it's five of the next six because it's Everton and Sheffield after Manchester City. So five of the next six, like this is this is, I mean, I to me this is a Garnacho argument, and yeah, Dave, to your point, it's a Hoyland argument. Like yeah. these are five, you know, I'd say five of the next six are, I'd say, or should be plus matchups for for Manchester United. Especially like this now, like better form Manchester United. Yeah. I just think I would like I said, I just was surprised to see like Garnacho's numbers. I get it, like double digits are gonna bloat your big scores anyway. So yeah, like not surprised that Foden's the top scorer in like whatever window you choose right. for right. Foden because he just put a twenty he just hung a twenty today. Right. So Garnacho getting double digits this week. Yeah, I'm sure he's up there in midfielder scoring. It's just I had no idea that it was like Yeah. He's he's putting up that kind of those kind of numbers, but that's it. He so should right. be scoring more based Maybe. on those stats. Yeah, I mean it's I guess I yeah, I mean if if they're putting it together though, it's sh- he should score more. So Tottenham 2 Everton to Richarlison comes back to Everton, gets a brace, doesn't celebrate, and uh, Everton comes back and uh, ends up scoring the in injury time, scores the, the last goal to tie the match, Brian. Yeah. This, was this a disappointing Spurs, or was this an energized Everton? What happened here? I have no idea. I didn't look at it. So... All I saw was that Richarlison. I saw Richarlison's goals. Sun's not playing, so you don't watch. No, I only watch Tottenham whenever Sun's out there. Yeah. Well, your boy Madison's back, and he did get an assist. Yeah, true. That's a big deal for you. That was one of the guys. I think. I think Madison's price already did go up. Wow. So lots of people brought him in. I feel like that's premature. Yeah. But but good good on you if you if you got him. You did. You got a return from him. That's Um, that's insane. And. No, I, to me, like Richarlison is a no. There's, there. I don't, I don't need to make a case for Richarlison. E- even if Sun comes back, do you, do you? No, it's, nope. good, it's good for both of them. He, he's. It ch- I know, that, but, that but, affects. But who, that, but that who aff- would you want to own if you're only we're gonna own one Spur? That affects Werner. That affects Timo Werner. That's it, because he's the one playing over there on the left. So Sun coming back oh. to me, that just, that just, this is like, hey Timo, give us some minutes. Like you're you're filling in you're filling in great, keep up the good work. This is keep shockingly average work. Shockingly, did not get a return this week. So he you know he had gone 
two two matches in a row of setting up a setting up a goal and didn't didn't this week because the other guy on the left side did. Ryan, it's so annoying. I I I wild no, I, to me the only other four the, weeks ago the only other guy that you that needs to be in there is Udagi. Four weeks ago, I wild card. I had owned Udagi all season. I wild card Udagi out, thinking I need to clean up my defense. Yeah, bring in Poro, the more expensive Poro. Spending some of that Holland and Sala money on my wild card, bring in Poro, and Poro has been nothing but poor. Well, the last two I've game owned weeks. him. Yeah, for the most part. If he blanks again next week. That's I just, I'm just problem. really like all of a sudden, new doggy's gonna catch fire, and now it's Poro. That's well, grinding. it's that he's getting returns. The numbers are still, I mean, they're basically the same because Poro's still shooting more. I, 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 I look, I would just look at new doggy uh, only kicks it well, just on the on the last shoots. three weeks. Like just, I, like just, I would just say three weeks because it's really been they were bad. All everybody was bad for Spurs defensively. You know, three weeks ago, whatever. So, so since since Timo Werner got there, let's just say that. So yeah. three weeks ago, yep. Poro four shots, Udagi two shots. Yeah, both of them have created five chances. Uh, Udagi's created they, and they both have an an expected assist of point six. Okay, and both have an FPL assist okay. in the last three weeks. So they each have they each have. One assist. It's just that Udagi scored the goal yeah. last week. Yeah. So the numbers, it's 15, 15 points for Udagi, eight for Poro in the last three game weeks. They're they're doing, that's the thing. They've both created a big chance. Mm-hmm. So the assist, the, like that part of it is is still, the, you know, it's still equal. It's just that all of the... <laughs> All of the other numbers, like penalty area entries, so the number of passes, for, you know, p- putting the ball into the penalty area, Poro thirty-two, right. Udagi six, right. It's heavily slanted. Thirty-two crosses for Poro, two for Udagi. Yes, like so. All of the, you know, all of the set, pi- the set pieces. Somebody, somebody said like even the other day, like even since uh, in that game, like P- Poro took. Nine set pieces and Madison took zero, which I, is odd. So You've got to think that'll change. I right. love all this, but points are points. No, for sure. It's just <laughs> the, the, I to, I totally understand. If you were buying one, in, but the bigger issue is if you were buying one right now. It's the reason why Udagi is a yeah. top three defender transfer yeah. because Poro is now up to five point nine. Yeah. So no one is bringing in Poro over Udagi right this second. Right. I'm just saying the numbers are so skewed in Poro's favor. Nothing is different in the way he's mm-hmm. distribution yeah. is exactly the same. Crosses are the same. Setup is the same. Sh- shots are basically the same. It's just Udagi's gotten the returns in the last two weeks, so it's it's on the radar more. Right. I think it's just I think it's harder because like those front four, if Brennan Johnson's out there, Brennan Johnson's feeding. Timo is out there. He gets two, you know, consecutive assists. Yeah, Richarlison scoring. Ma- Madison's back. Kulishevsky's. Where's he? All of a sudden's gone. Like you know, he was so consistent starting every game, and now all of a sudden, like the last like five or six weeks, Kulishevsky's the guy that's kind of mm. you know kind of pushed to the side a little bit. Like 
So I just think they're not nearly as reliant on Udagi and Poro to to get stuff done, I guess, because now, like, and and again, this is all while Sun is gone. Right. So, like, when he comes back, I think they just, they have to kind of readjust and kind of get back to used to playing those guys all together again. So, yeah. All right. We're going to do rapid fire roundup right here. Rapid fire roundup. I'm going to list off the games. Brian, you can pick and choose two things. Uh, two things as as the pod is late here. Okay. Who cares? Villa 5, no Sheffield 0. Villa 5, Sheffield 0. Throw it out. Uh, I, I would love to care about it, but we said Ollie, Brighton, all, Ollie was awesome. Yep. All you need to say is that Ollie all, was awesome. Awesome Ollie. Luca Dean is not ready to come back yet, so Alex Moreno is still is still And Moreno be, is still crushing. And he scored, and he went for, what, 14 or something like that 14, this week? Yeah. Yep. I just I don't know that you'd be going to him just because Villa is home to Manchester United. Yeah. I just wouldn't. I don't think if I had him, I I would be happy about it. I wouldn't be getting him this week. But after that, I think doesn't it ease up for them? Fulham uh, away, Nottingham Forest at home, Luton away. Yeah, those are awesome. So you love the next. You you know, if, uh, Luton away is not great, but right yeah. for sure. But still, Brighton four, Palace one. Hey, Douglas Louise subbed off early he's not like i owned him weeks ago right he's not massively owned it's just that he had he was ill okay no no concern brighton four palace one burnley two fulham two and then more of a bigger one maybe we should have spent a little bit more time on this i don't want to shorten this because honestly it's a fantastic game but newcastle maybe the best game of the of the week newcastle four luton town four the fighting lutes looted all over Newcastle enough to get a draw. I think the Brighton one, so Pascal Gross goes for 11, like we said. After everyone was selling him. Price dropped, goes for an 11. Joel Pedro, price drops, he goes for an 8. Yep. Meanwhile, the guy that everyone was trying to get a few weeks ago is Purvis Estupignan, who had gone, you know, had three consecutive returns, and then last week against Luton goes for 45 minutes and gets you a zero. This week, subs on to ruin the chances of whoever you know if you had him he ruined the chances of your first sub which in probably most <laughs> people's so true. uh most people's teams was probably somebody they would rather have than the one right that is stupid young got there yeah. so by the way yeah go ahead i just i'm just not sure yeah. to me i you know i don't it's not stopping people from uh no that's not true i was gonna say it's not stopping them from bringing him in He's still a top like fifteen, I'd say, transfer in, but you. Got, I mean, I think you'd probably be wary about. Lee Damian had his stupid yawn, uh, in his back line. Got the one. His first bench spot. Phil Foden. Carnacho. Oh, oh, oh that hurts. Brutal. Yeah, so exactly what you described. Yeah. Oh, uh, Poro rough. is your number one defender transfer out. Estupinian number two. Yeah, and I, I am thinking out. about sending both of them out. Understandably, two transfers. No, it's a, it's a, a completely understandable move. So yeah, I think that's all there really is. Newcastle it's, drops four. Luton drops four. I think we already gave Adebayo and, and Morris some love. Anyone on Newcastle that need need a little love? I mean, you want to go with, go with a long staff? No, you, could. you don't. Uh, Gordon gets hurt. Isak's not healthy back. Well, so the He'll issue. Be back next week. So the issue for 
Newcastle is just that the the injury list continues to be ridiculous, and it's so, it's not even like short term. It's it's right. they're out for so the season. So we we didn't we missed already. Like Joe Linton is out for probably the Til season. May. Yeah, yeah. Like could come back in the in May. It's a big big miss for it's them. It's a huge miss in the That's midfield. Crazy. Uh, there the center backs whatever. Like I you know I don't think losing Lascelles was already a fill in anyway right. while Ryan played, was out. Well. So Lascelles is yeah when he was there, but Lascelles is injured now too. Uh. Dan Byrne, like something that they, you know, Newcastle talked about was Dan Byrne had an error in this game, so much so that the Newcastle fans were ch- chanting for Tino Livermento wow. while Dan Byrne was still on the pitch. And you're wow. just like, come on. Like, even it was, it's Craig Hope, the guy that, you know, that we've talked about before on this thing, he covers right. Newcastle. Right, right. Even he just said that was like the worst part of the game for him yeah. was like, kind of like, doesn't sit well for you when you're like, he made a mistake. Right. Like, I know you like everybody loves Livermento, but like it's not like it's such a what have you done for me lately kind of mentality, yeah. whatever. But Isak misses the game with another groin injury. They said he's going to miss two games. So Callum Wilson subs on. So Wilson is fit enough for 45 minutes in this game. Uh, the the really bad one is Anthony Gordon. Uh, the the official report for him was uh, left the game early. Uh, left the game at halftime um, because he decided he couldn't go at halftime. So totally different whenever it's like, hey, this like the the physios are playing it. We're you know we're just right. We're we're exercising. Like Ariola got subbed at halftime for West Ham, and it was like, hey, probably nothing wrong. We're just being extra cautious. Whatever. That's a team decision to to make that swap. The report from uh, from everyone who covers it is that Gordon himself knew he couldn't continue. Wow! So left He's the game. He's kind of a baby, anyways. A punchable baby. Wow! <laughs> That's so mean. Also, he, uh, they did a note. He l- he twisted his ankle and he left in a protective yeah. boot, wearing a boot, and left on crutches. That's not. Uh, good. There's there's a scan uh, TBD on him. Um, don't look now though. I know because this is where I wanted to end on. Guess who's back? That's right, it's Harv. Harvey Barnes plays 27 minutes, and yes, of course, he scores a goal. Of course, so he does. Just oh, really good XG, though. It was probably 900 less, less than one. Doesn't matter. And he scored one. <laughs> Harvey Barnes does. We, Harvey he can Barnes do no has, wrong. Harvey Harv Barnes. Back, Harvey Barnes has established that he just needs the one chance. He, he, he is statistics. one of those guys. Brian, who do you love more, Alex Moreno or Harv Barnes? Ooh, that's a good one. I love Harvey Barnes more. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, we knew. No, Har- Harv Barnes or Hyun Ming Son. So, Ooh, it's not that, son. Come on, that's <laughs> stupid question. No, the the issue is like so. Tr- if you brought Fabian Scher, you did it because he had the best game of this of the you know one of the best defender scores of the season two yeah. weeks ago, and you're like, oh, they're home to Luton. I'm gonna get Fabian Scher because of course yeah. he's gonna crush again. He gets you a zero, right? Goes for a zero, right? Trippier, the only defender for Newcastle that matters, and it's only goal because he yeah, a goal and an assist. So even in a goal and an assist, it goes for nine. Right. Like that's whatever like that's i feel like those are i mean i guess you could say he was due but they've got problems and that was craig hope's kind of take on it was yeah. the atmosphere was weird at 
St. James Park. They're yelling at their own players. They're chanting for Tino Livermento while Dan Byrne like is on the move. field. Trying to get Dyer, said, Dyer or Ben Davies was, off the field. He's, he just talked about how different it was comparative to the peak of like when, when there's a huge confidence in the team and the way they were playing at yeah. different points in the season. He said you could tell the difference that the team, it's almost like they're the worn out and deflated. Yeah, that the performance mirrored and the, the, the fan reaction was mirroring the team performance. Mm. There was no confidence. He said even at 4-4, there was no confidence that they were going to find a way to find five. And they, and the, if anything, there was almost as, as much apprehension that they might let in five. Mm. Like, just said that they are in a weird spot right now. Part of that is injury. Part of it is just, like defensively he said there was no kind of it's your favorite thing dave he just said where was the control where was the toughness there it was nowhere no one was out there yeah. like dictating yeah. they and they I mean that's why you have Joe Linton and he's right rehabilitating after surgery so they just the injury list is long and the, that's how Eddie Howe said it we we get one guy back and it's like right then we lose someone else like as soon as we feel like we finally get one, we lose one. So it's a yeah, it's it makes it tough. really tough for it like tough. buying. I, I mean, I just say like Isak and Callum Wilson, barring something weird, you can't do it. You can't yeah. you can't yeah. go to either of them as like no matter what the fixtures look like, no matter how good it seems like they're doing, it just has to be like something so perfect to where you'd consider yeah. them again. And as much as I love like. If you find out Anthony Gordon's out until April or something, yeah, you think about yes, think about Harvey Barnes. Yes, definitely think about it. Yeah. Because it's it's he's not gonna there's no competition there then. It's totally different whenever it's like, hey, this guy has been like their engine. But then that's the other problem, is like they lost their engine. Mm. So it's all it's all dependent on how bad the injury is to Anthony Gordon. So I mean, I think if you You'd have to say if they lose him, that's a huge, big one. That's but a huge loss. Harv's right there to step in. All right, getting to the updated America. The FPL only other America thing was with Crystal Palace. It was the other thing was with Crystal Palace. Just another one of like injuries. Like, congratulations to everybody who, when they saw Elise and Eze both go for like seventeen and sixteen or whatever it was two games ago, and they loved it. You're you're transferring them in so much that their prices go up, and then two days later, both of them have hamstring injuries. Brutal. Both of them are back on the. Brutal. Both of them are out. Eze is out for this is Elise is out long term, so that's another one that's confirmed. Yeah. I think they what they say two months, something like that. Something like that. Either way, Elise is back out again. Uh, Eze needed a scan. He wasn't even in the team. Jeez, and man. then they lost Mark Gahey. Palace lost Gay. Palace is gonna. They they're got, about to lose. Palace might get yeah, relegated. They got a problem. If this continues. They got a real I problem. They're about to them. lose Roy Hodgson. Yeah, that, I would imagine. Well, that. Roy's will be glad to get out of there at this point. Either way, he just, just wants to go sip some tea it's on just, the beach. <laughs> yeah, just like yet another example of like hottest commodities in a moment. Yeah, and everyone like yeah, we got to jump on those guys. Get get while the getting's good, and then all of a sudden you're mm. like, not not now. Unreal. Like, whatever. As he's on a muscle strain, looks like he could be back for game of 26 or 27. Um, 
Gahey has no return date on a knee injury as um and then hamstring injury for Elise, no return date. Yikes. Brutal. Brutal. FPL America Podcast League update. Top three uh top three places, Rockabye Angel, League Shen, Sun Sail Away in second place, League Bo. And number three, why always me, League Joshua, my boy, who I coached in high school in basketball, and he, uh, Joshua, I'm coming for you, brother. <laughs> I'm coming. As I have, my wild card has leapfrogged me up the table, and for the first time ever that I can ever remember in our mini league, I am in first place, Brian, even if it's for at the end of one match week, Brian. I ended up in first place by hook or by crook. I ended up in first place. Uh, the highest score of the week in our in our FPL America Podcast League, Liver of Grealish League Max with a one hundred eight. Nice work. Uh, did Ca- what captain captains Watkins? I was gonna say Captain Watkins, owner of Cunha. Nice. Richarlison and Foden, Saka Palmer. Nice. Um, and then his defense looked like mine for the most part. Dubrovka, he had Gabriel, negative one. Shar is Stupignan. So, got nothing Trash. from his say, defense. Defense, the back line was hilarious this week. Yeah. But All I, the attackers I had four. Awesome. I had a total of four points. Yeah. I ended up scoring an 86. I was pretty pumped about that. And, Who'd you uh, captain? I captained Holland. So Oh, well, it's, one be- of, it's better than captaining Solanke. That's what I did. Yes. you As you On your team, you could have captained Almost anyone else but yeah. Solanke. Yeah. And you would have been a lot better. Yeah. And then it's just crazy. Uh, but, yeah, so I'm – look. That's why – Again, I'm going to – That's gonna, why my one of these years my prediction of Brother Matt winning the league is going to come true. He's my he's my preseason darling every every <laughs> right. season, and it never – It's he, he keeps not doing it. No one ever picks so, me. And, and, again, with, all, yeah, and, and with good choice. I'm never picking you, Perfect. but now that's that that's the reverse jinx that you needed. Listen, I one week. Yeah. One week, Travis. I'm just in the lead for one week, and I'm going to brag on it because it probably won't happen again. So it won't. I, I climbed that ladder, Brian, and made it for one week. Yeah. It's got to feel good. I'm three points ahead of League Barry, ten points ahead of League Diane, and 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 so on. So it's 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 yeah. tight, man. It nice. is so Seventh tight in the, in the mini league. league. Yeah. yeah, it is. It is whatever. You miss a captain, and you can drop eight spots. Yeah, it's I mean, just that, so that's wild. This yeah, this week. I mean, you're right. My. You still just, end up with an eighty, Brian. Just for the just for the record, you you end up with an eighty, and you kept in Solanke. My. My decision, I mean, look at where my captain and vice captain is. I mean, my captain was Solanke. Like anyone else, the vice captain was on Ollie Watkins. So I, my final decision was, do I captain Trippier at home against Luton? Do I captain Solanke, who had a hat trick against Nottingham Forest the last time they played? Right. Or do I, or do I captain Ollie Watkins against the worst defense in the league? Right. And my decision came down to well, of course, Ollie got the hat trick last time, too and now he's in good. home. Yeah, of course I got to get. Of course he's gonna do it again, and he did not do it again. So it's just it's, you said it's, Ollie, you meant Slanky. Yeah. No, right? You yes, meant, uh, Slanky's, you meant Slanky's at home. You yeah, Slanky's at home. Of course Ollie. he's gonna do it again, right. and yeah, yeah, whatever. So all right, either way, Travis, anything else you got? Negative. All right, uh, Brian, anything else? One last thing. Yeah, there probably is something else actually. No, I don't think I don't have anything. Alex Marino stat. No, uh, no. Other than just awesome. No, 
Miranda's awesome. If I mean, Sharon, no, we okay. did that. Oh, well, right. Sterling Bowen. Gotcha. All right. For the FPL America podcast, gentlemen, appreciate you guys. Uh, this is David Smith. Until next time.